Welcome to Journey to Balancing Your Life with Brandy T. Jones. On our program, we'll show you how to claim both personal and financial worth. With Brandy's experiences and that of our guests, our hope is that if you are struggling day to day and paycheck to paycheck, you'll find that your life doesn't have to be that way. Now, here is your host, Brandy T. Jones. Hi, it's Brandy T. Jones. Welcome to the show. I'm excited to have as my guest today, Jacqueline Opie from South Australia. We were just chatting before we came on the air that it is Wednesday morning where she is, and it's Tuesday where I am. So she gives us a little bit of the future, and I took that from my engineer. So we asked her, how is tomorrow going to be? And she told us it's going to be beautiful. So we have future and present right here today on the show. I'm going to tell you a little bit about Jackie. And Jackie, again, welcome to the show, and thank you for saying yes. Thank you for having me, Brandy. It's such an honor to be here. You're welcome. So let me tell you a little bit about Jackie. And she goes with Jackie O. She's She's a love tutor, is a speaker, author, and mentor, helping people create more meaningful connections and deeper, deeper intimacies within their relationships. She works with them to transform their partnerships from being just everyday routine to being more pas- passionate and exciting. She's been married for 23 years to her soulmate, Craig. They have two adult sons, and she adores them. Craig and Jack. Jacqueline are very happy, but it wasn't always like that. So after she did a lot of, um, she felt that during their relationship, there was a a a disconnect, an unappreciative and unloved, which started Jackie to start doing her own journey and to reignite her love for the life which she had done with great success. She now brings those years of research, experience, study, and personal growth to others in the same success. She's, has, she's been doing this for more than 15 years of teaching and studying communication, negotiation, positive psychology, and interpersonal skills. She believes that if two people want to make a relationship work, that everything is possible. Anything is possible. That sounds really exciting to me, and I am really ready to dive in. Are you ready, Jackie, to take us on this journey? I am so ready, Brandy. Good. So I want you to tell us in your word, if I didn't tell everything, tell us in your word a little bit more about who you are and how you got to this point so the listeners can hear it from you and hear, get a sense of your voice, and then I'm going to ask you some questions after that. Absolutely, and thanks for the opportunity. Brandy, the work that I do has really been a a collection of all of my experiences um, in the corporate space. So my journey really started with communication and truly understanding people when I moved into working um, in the corporate space and I worked my way up into leadership positions. And I found that more often than not, the complications that people thought were really major in in their interactions with their communication were really just a a misunderstanding, a lack of understanding of each other and seeing things from one another's point of view. And I found more and more through the work that I did and the corporate training that I did that often people weren't using the amazing skill sets that they learned 
in their corporate world, they didn't apply that into their personal relationships, and I was doing exactly the same thing. So about six years ago, Craig and I were really, really unhappy in our marriage, and we had made the decision to separate, which was a really... From the point of view of a stressful time for my family, it was... It was really hard, and Mm -hmm. when I moved out of our family home, I spent some time just doing a lot of soul-searching. I stayed at a friend's house, and I did a lot of soul-searching and journeying to see what I really wanted for myself, what I wanted for my boys, and what I wanted in my relationship. And what I realized then was that I had a lot, there was a lot going for my relationship. I was married to an amazing man who I'm still married to and who I love dearly, and he loved me dearly, but we just didn't know how to connect with each other. We'd lost the spark. And and at that point, I realized that I, that I could fix that. I had the skill set from all the professional development that I had. I knew what I needed to do. I just wasn't applying it in my own, in my own marriage. And so mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time researching and looking at how I could use my skills to really strengthen my bond with my husband. And what mm-hmm. I found out of that, the journey that I've been on has just been absolutely amazing to to rediscover each other and become so much closer with each other than we ever have been. And those skills were there all along. I just wasn't using them. Right. And, you know, and so my, I, want, I, want, I want to just interject one little thing. It's amazing how we have everything we need and we think we need more. And it's not until we take time to stop and get quiet, then we realize it's right here. And then we go forward and bring that out. And that is exactly what we need all the time. So I just had to put that little bit in there, but continue with your story. It's amazing. Brandy, I really do agree with that. And that is most of the work that I do with people is they, they seek, seek out counselors and psychologists. And that that's great, but they they haven't. Most people don't stop to have a look at what they've already got. I really do agree with that. I think that's the basis, um, the foundation of the work that I do is helping people recognize that they've got everything they need. Exactly, exactly. Mm. Well, thank you for sharing that story uh, with us. But I have a question for you, if I may ask. Of what are the main reasons people become disconnected in the relationship? And I know you touched on a little bit of it, but can you go over that a little bit more? Yes. You know, Brandy, I think the work that you do is so important because I know that you spend a lot of time helping people um, around their finances and ending the red. And one of the things that creates a disconnect for couples in their relationship is money. When I did a lot of research and surveying of the top three reasons that people become disconnected and money was number one. Um, and so opening up those conversations and being more honest with each other and for a lot of the people that I speak to, it's like they've had a lifelong disagreement about money and mm-hmm. they've never gotten to the point where they've really sought help to get them past some of the, the hurdles that they're having around their financial conversation. So that, that's the number one reason for a lot of people. There's also the disconnect between desire. A lot of couples are in the space where one person has a higher drive for intimacy than the other person, and that to the other person can often feel like rejection, and they become disconnected, and then they start to pull away 
in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and okay. one of the other ones that's really up there, Brandy, is about mismatched um, time spent together. A, a lot of people are so busy and don't take the time out that they need to be able to connect with one another, especially if they have young children. Right. The disconnect that comes in their relationship through that, right. where they're just busy doing the everyday things, everyday mm-hmm. stuff, that doesn't really get them connected with each other. And by the time their kids get to teenagers and they become independent, there's two strangers living in a house together wondering what happened over the last 10 or 15 years of their marriage or their right. relationship. Right. And then it, it reminds me, it just it hit me when you said that they get a disconnect and that's when mothers are raising the kids, the father's going off to work or the mother's going to work too, but they have little kids to take care of and they forget to be adults when the kids are either asleep or out playing or in school. The parents forget to be together as adults and have a, a adult date, you know, versus a, ch- a child family type time. It's sometimes you have to separate mm-hmm. the two. You know, because there are differences in that, you know. And so, yes, thank you. Thank you for bringing that up. I have another question. Uh, How would they even know that they are disconnected? How does that come about? Yeah, that's such a good question. And this is something that I know for Craig and I. We didn't even know that we were disconnected. We just knew we had this unsettled feeling of, knowing that something was missing, but we didn't really relate it to everything else that was going on in our lives. It's like we were unhappy, but we didn't know we didn't know what to look for, what those signs were. And now when I look back, what I really realize is even although I was in a relationship, and this, this is verified with the coaching that I do with a lot of my clients, is even although they're in a relationship, they feel like they're alone. Right. They feel like they're on this journey of, battling in a relationship or battling in a family, but they don't have anybody to talk to, and especially not their partner, because there is that disconnect or they're always busy with other things. So Mm -hmm. to me, that's a really important sign is feeling lonely, even when you're in a partnership and Mm -hmm. no longer doing things together. So all those exciting things that, you know, couples do when they first get together they go out together, they, they book time together, they make sure that they're doing exciting things. All of that mm-hmm. disappeared, but it happens over such a long period of time sometimes that people don't realize that's what's missing. Mm-hmm. Yes. All of a sudden something mm-hmm. changes. Either they yeah. all of a sudden they have kids come into the picture, now that's changed. And then when the kids are gone, they don't know how to get back together. And so it's a process. You know, it's a process. It's... The disconnect can be happening so many different ways. Um, I was talking to my new, a new nutritionist I was speaking to today, and the first question she asked me, she said, Brandy, are you happy with your life? How Do you feel good? How do you feel? Explain how you feel. And because I think I feel good, I think I'm doing good, she says, what if? And she gave me some examples of how I could feel better once I get my nutrition back in line and I eat like I'm supposed to exercise and all that you know if you haven't been there you don't know it you know and it's hard to go back and get it all together without being coached into doing that you know we need coaches for different parts of our lives even when it gets shaky in couples and relationships you know so I have a question that it's 
off the top of my head, if you have a relationship and you're in a relationship and one person feels that they're disconnected and the other person know that they are, however, only one's willing to go to get the help or to do the work, how do you resolve those issues? Oh my gosh, Brandy, this is, it's like you've been in my coaching rooms and heard the conversation. (laughs) (laughs) This is so common and for the most part, it is, it is the woman that will go and seek help Mm. in a relationship Mm. and, and often trying to get her partner to come along Mm. to that, to get that help and support can be a challenge in itself and what I always say to my clients is if if one of you will become aware that there is a disconnect before the other person. Mm-hmm. And so there's a conversation, there's a natural conversation that has to happen for the other person to become aware because they may feel it, but like you said, Brandy, they may not know it. Right. And so there's this process of awareness and bringing into the picture. Often, though, the way that we try and bring the other person into the picture, is in a, it can be quite destructive. It can be blaming. It can be aggressive. It can be sometimes at the point where the other partner feels like they're at the end of their rope and they feel like they've tolerated this for so long that now they're ready to just walk out and the other partner doesn't even know why yet because the conversations haven't been had and that can be really challenging. So Mm -hmm. I encourage people to initially bring it up but to do it in positive terms, to focus in on what is it that they really want in their relationship? You know, what's that goal that they're working towards rather than saying this isn't working and I'm, I'm sick and tired of trying to get you on the journey. It's shifting the conversation and using different language okay. to get a better now, result, to get them there. So hold on to that thought because we're going to come back and t- explore that just a little bit more. Right now we have to take a short break. Listeners, don't go away. If your, re- your relationship's on that rocky side, I know that Jackie's going to be able to give you some pointers to bring you back to the loving and kind and the great relationship that we all want. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Get your own copy of the free ebook from Brandy T. Jones, Three Keys to Breaking the Debt Cycle. Find out how a struggling single mother pulled herself out of debt and started being able to check things off her bucket list. You'll learn about the importance of taking small steps to make steady progress and reach your goal. Get simple and practical steps to face the reality of your situation and overcome it. Find keys to creating a budget that allows you to get the things you really need. You'll also learn of the importance of taking control of your credit score and how to do it and how to be proactive versus reactive when it comes to your money. To find out more and to get your own copy of the book, visit endthered.com and click ebook. That's endthered.com and click ebook. Balancing your life starts with savings. When you're confident in your savings, you're more confident in yourself. Security can be a state of your finances, and even more, it's a state of mind. Just having $5 can mean never feeling broke again. Share your $5 story. Tell Brandy how you save. To connect with Brandy T. Jones, the money whisperer, or to schedule a private coaching session, email her at brandy at endthered.com. Again, that's brandy at endthered.com. 
You may be working and have some income, yet you are still feeling overwhelmed with your bills getting paid. If you are having trouble saving for a special time or special things or just need to take charge of your current life expenses, call Brandy T. Jones to find out about Every $5 Matters for support with the when, how, and where about paying your bills. Let Brandy help you compartmentalize your bill. Saving should be fun. Call Brandy today at 510-520-1715 or email endthered.brandy at gmail.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is your journey to balancing your life. To reach Brandy T. Jones or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to endthered.brandy at gmail.com. Now back to Journey to Balancing Your Life. Welcome back. This is Brandy T. Jones. And I'm speaking with Jackie O. She is our love tutor. And we were speaking about communication, how much of a role it plays in all relationships, whether it's a love relationship or whether it's just a friendship, whether it's just any kind of connection with two people coming together so that each person will understand the other person. And she was telling us to tell to. Talk in a positive ways. Don't do any of the blaming or judging. So I'm going to let Jackie continue to tell us how to communicate in a way where we can get our partner to more or less think it's their idea to do what we need us to do. Brandy, you know, just during the break, I was also thinking about when you, for most people in communication, if we take it out of intimate relationships, there are often rules on how we communicate. So, for example, in the workplace, in the corporate space, there's, you know, there's the code of ethics and there's um, policies and procedures that really govern how we speak to each other. Mm-hmm. Yet when it comes to our relationships, often there's no rules at all. There's no guidelines on how we actually share with each other. And I was thinking, you know, even, even a boxer, even somebody whose professional sport is jumping in the boxing ring and, and fighting, even they have rules for how they engage mm-hmm. in that space. So in a relationship, I think it's really important to have rules on how we communicate with each other. And I have what's called the relationship commandments. Oh, and what nice. I did, yeah, so this is, this is really a framework. Craig and I sat down and we went, okay, when we're angry with each other or when we're feeling that level of frustration, how are we going to communicate that with each other? Because I have, I have a very fiery temper and I have a lot of regret after I've had a, an argument with Craig because I can get really mean and he is very hurt. And then the work that it takes for us to fix that is so, it's really challenging for both of us. So. Mm-hmm. We have rules in how we argue with each other, and that is, so our number one rule is it's okay for either person to walk away. That's number one. 
because what used to happen for us, Brandy, I would start an argument with Craig, and then he he would retreat, which is the natural thing to do when you you know when you're being mm-hmm. attacked. He would retreat, <laughs> but I would I would chase him. I would actually follow him. <laughs> See, I know what you look like too, because I can just imagine you chasing him. Is he by the same size as you? Is he a bit larger person? He's a little bit taller than me, but frame yeah. size, we're about the same. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. That would be and, cute. <laughs> <laughs> and and he, what he was doing, Brandy, was trying to retreat. He was trying to find a safe place mm-hmm. to go to so that he didn't get angry and he didn't fire up, but I would follow him. And it wasn't good enough until he was, in a, he was angry with me as well. So we then sat down and we created our rules, which is it's okay for either of us to walk away. We just have to come back to the conversation later on when we're in a better space. Mm-hmm. So it's not that any of our major issues get ignored. It's just that they get spoken about in a more respectful and kind way to each other. Mm-hmm. So that's what we call our relationship commandments. And that honestly has saved, I believe, has saved our relationship, has taken us to a place where we know that within our relationship there are boundaries of how we do and don't speak to each other. Mm-hmm. So when we're raising an issue with each other, one of the key areas that I really like to focus in on is the language that I use when I raise something. And one thing that I believe is so important, and this is something that I've taught for the last 12 years mm-hmm. um, in using emotional intelligence when we have our conversations. So this, mm-hmm. I wish it was my work, but it's borrowed from Daniel Coleman who wrote mm-hmm. the book on emotional intelligence, and I use a lot of his work when I'm talking to Craig and when I'm talking to my clients and teaching them. And the key that I ask people to be really aware of in their conversations is how they're feeling and how their partner is feeling and also the language that they use. So instead of using words like, you are upsetting me, it changes the language to saying, I'm upset. Put it on yourself. Don't speak for the other person, but put it on yourself because this is your feeling, your emotions around it. Am I getting it? Exactly. (laughs) Yes. You've so got it. You've so got it, Brandy. And it's just a really subtle thing to change. It stops that blaming, that sense of blaming. It stops the finger pointing at each other. And it it does take responsibility, as you say, to Mm. what you're feeling, what the, the speaker is experiencing. And the other thing that I really I encourage people to do and is to listen. And I believe there are two ways. There's different ways to listen, but I rate listening skills between 1 and 10. And so when somebody is speaking to me, I know when I'm listening at a level 1. At a level 1, I'm thinking about my answer before they've even finished. I'm distracted. I'm not really listening to them. I'm just formulating my own answer. Mm-hmm. When I'm listening at a level 10, I have an open heart, I have mm-hmm. kind ears, I have soft eyes, and I really feel into what the other person is saying. I hold mm-hmm. off on any judgment for the, in that conversation, and I'm 100% present. So mm-hmm. listening at either a level 1 or a level 10, and when we're having these really important conversations, to be at a level 10 it's, it can be really challenging. And, you know, so I, want to, I want to ask you, I'm sorry, I want to ask you one more thing. I want you to repeat that, how to listen at a level 10. 
That is exciting, and I've never, ever heard it before. So can you repeat that? So in case the listeners didn't get it and they're trying to write notes down, I want them to write this particular thing down. Sure. So when we're listening at level 10, we're listening with, with an open heart. We're listening with kind ears. We're listening with soft eyes. And we are really genuinely feeling into where the other person is coming from. We let that go so of good. all judgment. Perfect. That is, that is our jewel for today. That I believe if all of us would listen like that, then communication would be the easiest things for us to do. Mm-hmm. I really believe that because this just and it you know it works it talks to me because my heart is always open and I do as much as I can to be genuinely listening to people and I know sometimes mm-hmm. I slip because I just don't want to hear it but most times I want to listen with that open heart because I also know with an open heart as you're listening you always can find something new if you open up your heart and listen from that way instead mm-hmm. of trying to figure it out. So thank you for sharing that part with me. I'm, I'm excited. I'm sorry. Now you make oh, a good. <laughs> <laughs> So I have, can I ask, did, will you finish with that particular statement? I didn't mean to cut you off, but I needed to let the listeners know this is a very important part of the communication skills. And I wanted them I'm- to know that. Yes. Look, I'd, on that, Brandy, the other side of it, when you think about when somebody's listening to you at a level 10, mm. what it feels like, mm. and we know in, in our heart of hearts, we know when somebody's listening at a level 1 or a level 10, and you would have experienced this so often yourself, you can see when somebody is truly engaged in what you're saying, and when they are, you'll keep talking and you'll share so much more. But when we're in that space of knowing that somebody's listening at a level one, we shut down our conversation. Right. We don't keep talking. So, and that's where the destruction of relationships comes in. If somebody doesn't feel like they've honestly been heard and listened to, they, they, they'll stop sharing. And this is where the disconnect comes in. Right. Right. I can feel that. So... So you've you've in talking with us, you've told us some suggestions of reconnecting with each other, and that's number one is the communication and listening part of that. Are there more suggestions you can give us to reconnecting with each other in relationships? There is, Brandy. One of the things that I know most couples are challenged with is time, and so even when we have the best intentions and we have great communication skills and we want to make it work. There are barriers around time that come in for a lot of people. So it is about scheduling in time for each other to be able to reconnect. Because if we keep doing the same thing, if we have the same lifestyle habits and we want to make a change, something has to physically change in our environment. Either we have to watch less TV or we have to book in date night regularly or we have to wake up earlier in the morning and spend half an hour having a coffee together before the rest of the family wakes up. It is about finding, as you mentioned before, finding adult time in our relationship so that we can really 
take the time to do all of the things that we want to practice. <clears throat> so that that's the key is finding the space and time to be able to do it. I like that too. Space and time for mm. the other. That's great. But you know, that's throughout our life. You know, my, I talk a lot on the show about having the personal time to be balanced. Okay, so yes, even when the relationship is going together, good or bad, we need to first know how to be balanced with ourselves and what makes us feel good and how to maintain, take care of ourselves so that we can have enough energy and enough uh feelings inside of us to be able to share with our partners. So if we could all run down and never take time for ourselves, we don't know what it feels like to be with somebody else in that particular moment. We have to, you know, first energize ourselves in order to help energize someone else or be there to support and energize someone else. And I'm going to leave that thought up there in the air right now. We're going to go on another break. And when we come back, I'm going to see what thoughts you have on that? How do we take care of ourselves and also be there for someone else? So listeners, don't go away. I know you want to stay until the end of the show. This is very exciting. How to communicate with your partners and re-energize the love that was once there. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Get your own copy of the free ebook from Brandy T. Jones, Three Keys to Breaking the Debt Cycle. Find out how a struggling single mother pulled herself out of debt and started being able to check things off her bucket list. You'll learn about the importance of taking small steps to make steady progress and reach your goal. Get simple and practical steps to face the reality of your situation and overcome it. Find keys to creating a budget that allows you to get the things you really need. You'll also learn of the importance of taking control of your credit score and how to do it and how to be proactive versus reactive when it comes to your money. To find out more and to get your own copy of the book, visit endthered.com and click ebook. That's endthered.com and click ebook. Balancing your life starts with savings. When you're confident in your savings, you're more confident in yourself. Security can be a state of your finances and even more, it's a state of mind. Just having $5 can mean never feeling broke again. Share your $5 story. Tell Brandy how you save. To connect with Brandy T. Jones, the money whisperer, or to schedule a private coaching session, email her at brandy at endthered.com. Again, that's brandy at endthered.com. You may be working and have some income, yet you are still feeling overwhelmed with your bills getting paid. If you are having trouble saving for a special time or special things or just need to take charge of your current life expenses, call Brandy T. Jones to find out about Every $5 Matters for support with the when, how, and where about paying your bills. Let Brandy help you compartmentalize your bill. Savings should be fun. Call Brandy today at 510-520-1715 or email endthered.brandy at gmail.com. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is your journey to balancing your life. To reach Brandy T. Jones or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to endthered.brandy at gmail.com. Now back to Journey to Balancing Your Life. Hi, this is Brandy T. Jones, and I want to welcome you back to the show. We are listening, and we're talking with Jackie O, and she is from Southern Australia. So we have a day between us as far as time frame is concerned. So we have her early morning and late afternoon here in Southern California, Northern California. Ooh, it's hot outside. So we was talking about communication and listening, and I had just stopped just before the break and talked about taking care of yourself and so that you can give, you have the energy that you need in order to be in this relationship. You know, we it's not all about, <clears throat> excuse me, the other person. Sometimes we have to take care of ourselves and include the other person in it. So, Jackie, can you give us some thoughts around that? And then I have some questions I want to ask you as well. Sure, Brandy. I think that's such an important point. Um, And I want to share with you a story. One of my clients called me the other day, and she was saying to me that her presenting concern was that she had a very low, um, low level of libido. And her and her partner weren't being intimate with each other at all. And when I started asking her a couple more questions around her health and well-being, what she expressed to me was is that she was exhausted. She was working in a full-time job and raising three children. Mm. She, um, she had some medical issues. She was taking medication. And, um, and she had a prolapsed uterus. Now, all of these things, you know, when you look at, when you look at the history of her life, and she presented with saying a low libido is the problem, but that wasn't the problem at all. It was a result of all of these other things that were happening in her life. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's really easy to look for that one thing that seems to be an issue, but we forget about why and how we got there in the first place. And when we're not in balance and we have low levels of energy showing up at 100% in our relationship is near and impossible. We can't because we cannot give something that we do don't already have. Mm. So if we don't have that energy inside of us to give that to a relationship or anything that we're doing or to raising our children or to bringing more money and wealth into our life, it's impossible because the energy isn't there in the first place and the energy level that we're vibrating at is very low. So to attract mm. anything amazing into our lives when we're, <laughs> when we're vibrating at a low energy is nearly impossible. Right, and I agree with you, and I had to chuckle at that, you know, because we still do believe, oh, I can give it all, I can give it all, and we don't have it to give. And that's, you know, that's the way we think. But in order to give something, you have to have it yourself. 
You know, in order mm-hmm. to feel something, you have had to have felt it at one time to go back and to be able to feel it because you remember. You know, our, our memory is really there. It's part of our DNA. It just stays there. If we've done it once, we can always go back and do it again. And then we can improve on it because we know how to do it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's amazing. Thank you for that, bringing that up. I have a question. So do you have any tools that people can use to reconnect? What are some of those tools? This is, um, Brandy, for me, this was so powerful. When I spoke about, you know, when we started six years ago, being in a really, in a horrible place in my relationship, and I started my journey of looking for tools, and really there is so much out there when we know what to look for. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of increasing and improving our relationship. And so what I've done, and I'll, I'll share some of these tools, but what I did was I took everything that I learned and I put it into a 30-day program that I've created and it's called the 30-Day Intimacy Transformation. And inside of that, every single day, I have a tool that I share with people where they can um, tap into and improve their relationship. So some of the tools that I use religiously in the work that I do with my clients, the first one that I ask people to do is to do the love languages, the five love languages. I I don't know if you've come across that before, Brandy. I have read that book many, many, many times. I love it. Uh, I love uh, it. Yes. And I think it's a key. It is. I think it's a key in order to know who you are with, who's your partner, what, what language they have. It saves a whole lot of trouble. And, you know, despair. Yeah, it does. Absolutely. So there's a really quick online assessment that um, people can do when they jump onto that website. It's just, if you look up five love languages, and it takes about five minutes to do it online. And I honestly, I believe that this is such an amazing tool for people to recognize the way that they share their love or give love comes from how they want to receive love. But the way that our partner wants to receive love is not always the same as the way that we give it. Exactly. And this is such a great tool to recognize uh, recognize that. So that's the first thing that I would suggest couples do is find out what your partner's love language is so that you can speak their language. One of my favorite quotes, I don't know if you've picked up my accent. For most people, they don't pick it up. I'm actually from South Africa. I was born there. Mm. And um, Nelson Mandela, one of my favorite quotes from him is, If you speak to a man in a language that he understands, that goes to his head. But if you speak to him in his language, that goes to his heart. Mm. Mm, Nice. For me, what that really says is we have to find a way to communicate with people that is meaningful to them. Yes. But really connecting with them. And that's what the love languages really helps couples do. So that's mm-hmm. my number one go-to tool. And the second one that I love using is called Values in Action. Mm-hmm. And this is a character assessment tool. And what it does is it highlights your top values, the things that are really important to you, the things that you're really good at. So, for example, my top character strength is, is love. And the second one is humor. So for me, when my partner really understands where I'm coming from, it, it's an ability for him to communicate with me in that way. So when I understand his, so his top, um, one of his top values is honesty. 
And mm-hmm. so I understand that when I'm talking to Craig, I have to have my facts right. I have to come from my heart space and I have to communicate with him in a way that is meaningful and mindful. Mm. So it just really opens up and gives tools to how to connect with your partner so that um, so that it's really meaningful for them. And the other one that I would really encourage um, your listeners to tap into, Brandy, if they haven't already, is to really look at the work around emotional intelligence and to research how that shows up in relationships. So the person that I would look at for this is um, Daniel Coleman, C-O-L-E-M-A-N. Daniel's work around emotional intelligence is fantastic and it really does look into intimate relationships and give some strategies on how to have conversations with each other that are powerful and meaningful. Mm, that's nice and thank you listeners I hope you had your pencil and paper just steady going because I'm writing as she's talking you know I believe we all can learn something improvement of we we might be at a good place right now but I, I always try to be at a better place you know every day I want to learn something new and this call is helping me whether it's from a relationship that I've might be in now or the future relationship or even just with family Family parts, the communication part is it works with all kinds of relationships, as we had already said, you know. So that is so good. Thank you, Jackie, for that. Uh, we have just a couple, well, a few more minutes, and I want to ask you another question, and then when we come back, you're going to tell us a little bit, and then we're going to come back after the break, and we're going to continue with this. So the other question is, is it possible to get the excitement back in your relationship? Brandy, this to me is the most, if, if a couple is asking this question, then the answer is yes. Mm. <laughs> and, mm. and the reason for that is, is because they want it. They mm-hmm. have to want it for it to be able to come back. And mm. uh, we probably won't have time to cover off on this, but the, um, there's three stages in a relationship. And one, the very first stage in a relationship is called limerence. And this is where we have lots of hormones flowing through our body. It's that exciting stage. It's also a very nerve-wracking stage for a lot of people, trying to work out if they're good enough for their partner. And a lot of what people chase later on in their relationship is that first 18 months of excitement and energy where they just felt so connected with each other. And yes, it's possible to bring that back into a relationship, but not, not, at, um, not 24-7. Mm-hmm. Not you know, not every day, mm-hmm. all day, because mm-hmm. it's exhausting. So there mm-hmm. are definitely ways that people can reconnect with each other, bring that excitement back, and this does come back to looking at how people, how couples are spending their time together, and what they're doing in that time. For people mm-hmm. to add excitement back into their relationship, they need a foundation of solid communication and solid understanding of each other, and that's where those tools will really help. So that's mm-hmm. the foundation, and I talk about this in my book called Passion Rituals. The foundation is really important, and then on top of a solid foundation, you can add excitement back in. But what a lot of people do is they try and go straight for the excitement, and they don't have the foundation in place, which then means that they, their communication levels break down, how they speak to each other, even when they are um, engaging in exciting activities. It ends up being a drag for them because they, don't, they still don't know how to speak to each other. They still haven't set the rules and the boundaries for their relationship. You're right. You know, foundations is very important. It's like when you're racing, when you're in a car, you can't start at zero and then all of a sudden get to 50. You have to work your way up 
to that point. It's little steps. But, you know, the journey is always better when you take the steps, get the foundations, follow the rules, get commitments going on, you know, communicate. Just take those short time in order to get to know your partner better. And I can understand when you say that first part in the romance is it is. It's all romance, fun, exciting, and what have you. Then you start learning a little bit more and you start expecting a little bit more. And, you know, it's it's hard. It's hard to go back to that first one and, like you say, exhausting. Well, we have just a, just getting ready to go on our last break. We will be back in just a few minutes. And Jackie's going to explain to us the other two areas of how to reunite, get excitement back into our relationship. So we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Get your own copy of the free ebook from Brandy T. Jones, Three Keys to Breaking the Debt Cycle. Find out how a struggling single mother pulled herself out of debt and started being able to check things off her bucket list. You'll learn about the importance of taking small steps to make steady progress and reach your goal. Get simple and practical steps to face the reality of your situation and overcome it. Find keys to creating a budget that allows you to get the things you really need. You'll also learn of the importance of taking control of your credit score and how to do it and how to be proactive versus reactive when it comes to your money. To find out more and to get your own copy of the book, visit endthered.com and click ebook. That's endthered.com and click ebook. Balancing your life starts with savings. When you're confident in your savings, you're more confident in yourself. Security can be a state of your finances and even more, it's a state of mind. Just having $5 can mean never feeling broke again. Share your $5 story. Tell Brandy how you save. To connect with Brandy T. Jones, the money whisperer, or to schedule a private coaching session, email her at brandy at endthered.com. Again, that's brandy at endthered.com. You may be working and have some income, yet you are still feeling overwhelmed with your bills getting paid. If you are having trouble saving for a special time or special things or just need to take charge of your current life expenses, call Brandy T. Jones to find out about Every $5 Matters for support with the when, how, and where about paying your bills. Let Brandy help you compartmentalize your bill. Savings should be fun. Call Brandy today at 510-520-1715 or email endthered.brandy at gmail.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is your journey to balancing your life. To reach Brandy T. Jones or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to endthered.brandy at gmail.com. Now back to Journey to Balancing Your Life. 
Hi, this is Brandy T. Jones, and welcome back to the show. I'm speaking with Jackie O, and she's telling us about love connections and how to get an exciting relationship back once it has started going. Each partner has decided they don't know how to do that. So she's a love coach. She's a love tutor. She's going to explain to us more. If you want the excitement back in your relationship, there is a way. So she has another way to tell us how to do that. Jackie? Thank you, Brandy. Now, Mm -hmm. I feel really excited and honored to be sharing this information because I know that it makes a huge difference for couples in their relationship. So the one thing that we've spoken about and we're really focused on is communication. So I honestly believe that is the number one um, way to reconnect with each other. So we're going to park that and I'm going to find some other ways for you to actually deeply connect with each other. One of the areas that I believe people and couples have challenge with, challenges with in their relationship is being able to ask for exactly what they want. And this could be in their intimate connection with each other and it can also be in and around how they how they express their dreams and their vision and their values with their partner. And one of the ways that I... I just I love it when couples do this because the feedback that I get from them when they do this is is just amazing. And I know that it's going to sound very simplistic, but it's in the simplicity that you know. If I set a challenge for people that is too too difficult, they're just not going to do it. One of the things that I love when people do is to write to each other. You go back to olden day times when what we used to do. When I say olden day times, I was probably you know it's not that long ago. is to write love letters, just to write love letters to each other and connect with each other in a different way. Now, this is still part of of communication, but what I love about it is that it gives you time and space to create something for your partner that is caring, loving, and and constructive. So this is not, you know, some people think that a love letter is a to-do list, it's, it's not that. <laughs> this is about your dreams and your goals and your vision and what you see for yourself and for your partner in your relationship. So if you find it hard to talk about things, the love letter is such a beautiful way to be able to do this. And actually, Brandy, I was going through um, um, a suitcase that Craig and I have kept of old memorabilia and little mm. bits and pieces, and I found a letter that I wrote to him um, 23 years ago. We had just gotten married. And mm. I read through the letter and I had tears streaming out of my eyes. And I just mm. imagined my children finding that letter when we've separated, or, you know, when we've passed mm-hmm. this world. Mm-hmm. My kids going through all of our past belongings and finding a love letter. And I thought, wow, isn't that amazing that for most people now we do things on email or we send text messages, but there's mm-hmm. not that written, that nostalgia that comes with writing something down and putting your words onto paper for for generations in the future to be able to see the right. love and the connection that you shared with each other. It's very powerful. Yes. So, Jackie, what I want you to do before we get out of, run out of time, I want people to know how to connect with you. I want them to, to, yeah, how to connect with them. So give them the information about whatever else you have for yourself. Gosh, I've got so much that I can that I can give. But one thing that I think will be really helpful for your audience, Brandy, is the I spoke about the thirty day intimacy challenge. I have that. Um, what I've done is I've done the first seven days of the intimacy challenge as a um, 
as a free tool so that people can get what they need um, but also be able to actually connect in um, to see whether the 30-day intimacy transformation is something that would be useful for them. So I can give you the URL for that or the web link to pop onto. And that that is would be perfect. The, thank you. So it's the, the number seven, not spelled out, but the actual digit seven, day intimacy challenge dot G R. So that's G for good, R for righteous, the digit eight dot com. Perfect. So it's seven day intimacy challenge dot gr eight dot com. Perfect. And how so could they connect was, with you if they want to connect with you more? If they want to connect with me, I'm on Facebook. So if they look up um, the Love Revolution, they'll find me um, both on a page. So I've got a, a public page. I don't do a lot on the public page, but I've got a closed group called The Love Revolution with Jackie Opie. You'll see a photo of myself. Mm. And in that space, we talk every single day about different topics on intimacy, connection, relationships. And it's, it's, a publicly, it's a public space, but it is in a closed forum. It's a beautifully respectful, kind space to share your journey and to mm. share tips with each other. It's, um, yeah, it's a beautiful place to be. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. So we just have a few more minutes, about three, maybe two. Uh, tell us anything else you want to leave with the listeners so while they're on their journey of healing for their relationship. I think one of the most important things is to come from a space of love. Everything Mm -hmm. that we do, everything that we say, if we put it through a love filter before it comes out of our mouths, even when it comes into our ears, is to filter everything from a space of love, no matter what is going on around us. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about violence and aggression or being, being in a relationship that is unsafe. I'm talking about people who really want to connect with each other to feel love at the highest possible level that they can and to filter that, filter their lives through those. People talk about having rose-colored glasses. I want us to have loved-colored glasses, Brandy, (laughs) where everything we see is through that filter. Mm, that's wonderful that's wonderful and we know that because you are the love tutor and you've been there you've done that you have the experience behind you to help others guide others along that way is there in this journey uh someone is they've They've gone through, they've decided this is what I want to do. And you've, we talked about the five love languages, which I recommend that book. It's a wonderful book. Tell us just briefly one little quote or saying that we can leave the listeners with as we go off the air. Oh, I've got so many quotes that I absolutely <laughs> love. <laughs> mm-hmm. This um, There's a, a quote by George Sands, and it says, there is only one happiness in this life, to love and be loved. Wow. I like that happiness. I like that. Mm. <laughs> well, I want to say again, 
Jackie, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for giving us your time, even with the time difference, that you was willing to say yes and be on the show. I really appreciate it. And I know my listeners also appreciate the fact and the information you have given us. So I want to say to the listeners, I hope you took lots of notes. I hope you have lots of love in your life and enjoy yourselves and your partners and any relationship you're in. Remember, it starts with communication. So ask for what you want and give what you can. Thank you until next week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Be sure to catch the next episode of Journey to Balancing Your Life with Brandy T. Jones next Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We'll see you then.